good people and welcome to the all basketball podcast and once again i'm your host maurice dixon coming to you on a wednesday evening just a few days before my birthday thankful to be about to celebrate another year here um but this is the premiere episode of just my thoughts just what I was feeling at the time. If it sounds familiar, yeah, I stole it. Backtrack 2001, Jay-Z's The Blueprint album, first track or opening interlude, however you want to put it. The Ruler's Back, when he said, just my thoughts, just what I'm feeling at the time, right or wrong. And this is the first volume of that. And it's just going to be just my thoughts on basketball, what I've seen, what I've been impressed with, what I don't agree with, just what's going on. Just my thoughts, just my perspective. And uh got a few things I'm going to talk to you guys about. But the most exciting thing I've seen lately, it would have been, it was almost what Anthony Edwards did to Utah Guantanamo Bay, but I'm going to get to that. But first, I got to get this guy, Luka Doncic, man. Luka, stone cold, assassin in the clutch. You saw it last year in the bubble when he made it tough for the Clippers. Hit that one shot over Reggie Jackson in the game at the buzzer on the step back from very deep. And just recently, the most recent victim were the struggling Boston Celtics. Now, Luca did it twice. First play, time winding down. He's just dribbling around. He's not giving it up. <laughs> He's just like, I'm not giving it up. Step back, boom, drains a three. Puts him up two. Boston comes back, goes back the other way. Tied the game up. I think it was Jalen Brown. Excuse me if I'm wrong. But, uh... Then he comes back. They don't call a timeout to the allow Boston to get their defense set up. Step back. Kimber Walker came late on the trap and just drilled a three with pretty much point two left. So that, that's your final three-point win for the Mavs. Not looking to give it up. Just, just cold-blooded assassin. I said it before and I, I'm gonna say it now. I think he is the next. Uh, still got a lot to prove and to improve on, but the boy, the boy is cold. I mean, he's, I mean, clutch gene, he already got it. And he plays very familiar to LeBron. Probably watched LeBron a lot because of, obviously, because of the age difference. Him coming up, Luca starting, playing professionally, so yeah so young but uh but he doesn't when when it comes to game winning time i mean i know lebron has gotten better at it but as far as just stepping up and taking the big shot but luka Doncic is already there either he he's just different or he's seen the criticism lebron received for passing to Lesser talented players are just giving it up and not being very aggressive to take that cold-blooded shot like Jordan or Kobe. 
but Luka Doncic is he's just going for it. And uh, the next game they got Philly. I'm pretty sure Ben Simmons is going to be on it. Ben Simmons is one of the best defenders in the league, and Embiid protects the paint. So um, should be real interesting, interesting to see how how that game shakes out on TNT tomorrow night. Um, definitely going to tune in because see if he see if he has something else special for us. But he's just been um, <laughs> dude, dude, dude is cold. Uh, and I guess as far as the LeBron thing, I well, the Lakers are struggling right now. Um, LeBron was getting a lot of MVP chatter, and he may be hurting it now, or maybe his teammates, because Anthony Davis is going to be out for a while with a calf strain. What has been reported, uh, first it was saying some Achilles issues, but he didn't, they can't, they, I guess, confirmed it was a calf strain. When I saw the video of him getting hurt, he didn't do the, he didn't have the same reaction that I seen Shaq have when he was in Boston or Durant in Golden State when he looked behind him and was looking like, who kicked me? When, because that's the, one of the, it's undisputable evidence is one of the biggest signs you can see it's just evident when you see players react like that it's usually it's, it's almost almost 100 percent the achilles he didn't have that reaction it was a different looking type play um not like what demarcus cousins had or or power for the mavericks uh or even, even Kobe, so they say he'll be back, but we'll see. I mean, it's, it's going to be a while. going to miss a lot of games, um, and, and they're struggling. Our shooters out as well, too. They had some overtime losses, lost to the Wizards, um, tight game against Miami, lost that game, and now they're pretty much getting, getting touched up by the Jazz, who only have six losses, so the Jazz are really rolling in there. In that first half, they hit so many threes, and that's kind of been the the whole deal with them this year. Part of their new identity is playing great, great deal, just as good defense. And then now they're draining that three. Mitchell's hitting it, Gobert's locking down the paint, or whenever he has to, or wherever, whoever he's on, and Ingles and Bogdanovich chipping in. Mike Conley playing some of his best ball, the ball we expected him to play when he got traded there last year. Or signed, I can't remember right offhand right now, but, and then Clarkson off the bench. Um, so, so Utah's rolling, and this this will be a, I mean, even though the Lakers don't have Anthony Davis, they, Utah should, if they're going to not not be seen as suspect or have that reputation of oh we got to wait to the playoffs. We we haven't seen this team prove within the playoffs to get rid of that reputation. They're gonna definitely have to win games like this, and they're giving the Lakers the business right now. And we'll see if if they hold on. But uh, 
yeah, getting back to LeBron, it's, it's not helping uh, them losing like that. It's making, obviously making Anthony Davis' value look, look as it should. I mean, people try to, I know he, he didn't have the greatest start to this year, but they'll try to blame Anthony Davis for not playing well or some of the losses, but <laughs> he is very key, folks, in their success. It showed last year when they were pretty much, when they went small and when they won that championship, Anthony Davis, yeah, he had some shady games in the finals, but he was one of the main reasons, if not the main reason sometimes for them winning. Now LeBron did definitely did show out, but um, I mean, it's just, just a one-man team, but they have talent. Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, one of the best bench players in the league. Taylor Horton Tucker has been playing well. Um, Caldwell Pope, streaky, but uh, Caruso, streaky, but they're going to have to help the King out if the King wants to get this other MVP, which he seems like he's really pushing for because he's not he's not top five in any in points, rebounds, or assists. He's probably definitely probably top ten in points and definitely assists, not rebounds. But um, they have one of the best defenses, and they have one of the be best records in the league. But it's it's slipping up. They're slipping from that um, distinction of late. So uh, they're going to have to help the king out. Uh, well, usually they'll just, everybody will get blamed. I mean, well, LeBron's maybe just going to have to do more, like he said, or you just got to will those guys to victory. You got the experience, but at 36, it's a lot of miles. It, it's it's going to be tough, but uh, but I, I will say this on the LeBron's behalf on the game, the game against Miami. They, I think it was it was Jimmy Butler and Kelly Olynyk when they, after they got that steal, they came with a hard trap. So people want to say LeBron passed the ball and made the right play, and Caruso just missed the tying jumper. But the position he was in, it was no way he was going to be able to get a shot off. So. The right thing to do was to pass it to open man and hope he made it. Or because they, they didn't have any timeouts, so you couldn't set anything up. But um maybe maybe he's maybe because he just couldn't get in a, a more aggressive position to attack, pull up, try to tie the game, but when they got that steal, they were just trying to get down and new time was running out, no timeouts. And Jimmy Butler and Olenek, they trapped him really hard. So he made the right decision and Caruso just couldn't make it. But Miami, I don't know what they were thinking on that inbounds. I mean, I can see if Jimmy Butler had, let's say Caruso on his hip and okay, throw the ball to me over the top. But you got LeBron James and you're going, you're like, oh yeah, Jimmy Butler's going to hold him off. Nah, man. <laughs> That's why they they end up getting a steal because that was just the most it was just the most silly thing one of the most silly things I've seen uh, as far as late game execution on an inbounds uh, it's just weird sometimes the NBA teams seem like they can't they can't drop a, a regular they just don't go to a play to 
get a get the ball inbounds or they can't figure out a full a full court press is just some things I guess just people just don't think in those moments and just say I'm just going to do the athletic thing and that'll that'll make me get help me get the ball and obviously in that in that case where Jimmy Butler's trying to hold off LeBron James come on nah it's nah not very smart but Luckily, they they survived, and the Heat have been coming along. They had some COVID issues they had to get over, and injuries, but they got Jimmy Butler back in the lineup. Bam out of bio. I guess Tyler Hero still still out at the moment, but started off rough. But now they're they're, they're climbing back up, getting into the uh, currently in the seventh seed of one four straight games now. So. They're back to where we thought they were. Them and Toronto. Mm. Indiana, right where I thought they would be. Milwaukee, Brooklyn, where, they, where I thought they would be. Um, and the Sixers are finally going for that number one seed with those additions to the additions of three-point shooters and Doc Rivers and MB playing at the MVP level. They're finally doing kind of what I expected them to do and so um we'll we'll see how how it shakes out in the east because Brooklyn obviously is coming they <laughs> they beat most of the top competition they played uh even without Durant he has a hamstring issue right now won't be returning tomorrow against Orlando I think it'll be a sixth straight game he's he's gonna miss but they 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 have they haven't missed them. They've they fi- figured figured it out. I mean, their their offense is potent and they're pl- they're playing better defense now. Um, Harden is facilitating and scoring. Kyrie Irving just getting buckets. Tough matchup. So, I mean, they're they're just clicking. Beat the Clippers in so what of a co- controversial fashion. But I saw that first game when they played in Brooklyn. That was a that was a really good game but they just kind of t- overtook them at the end. And they, they've been beat, beating the tough competition. Now they're beating the the bad teams like the Kings. They'll probably give Orlando the business tomorrow night. So they're on, on a nice little win streak right now. They're probably going to get one, one seven straight. So 73 in their last 10. So they're probably going to keep going in the right direction and be one of the be one of the top teams to in the East. If they keep it this rate. They're definitely, definitely coming out of the East. Uh, Philly has the size and defense, but if Ben Simmons isn't going to show us that he's improved on what he's weak at, it's uh, it's unlikely the Sixers or Sixers will knock them off, or or maybe somebody, some other team. But I don't see the. Uh, any other bad matchups? Milwaukee, uh, Giannis is still having issues, but they have a lot to prove too when it comes to the playoffs. Like people are like, okay, we've seen this regular season thing, but Milwaukee, y'all got to prove it. The Bucks, y'all have to prove it in the playoffs. And the Saints probably going to go for Utah unless they just stay on this historic pace or set some kind of record in this seven-two game season. Uh, so 
lot to prove from them. Uh, the other side of the Celtics uh, losing quickly on them was third straight loss, fourth straight loss. Let me confirm that third straight loss and they've in the ninth spot. If thing playoff start the playoff started today, that would make them in that play in little tournament. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, both all stars. Jalen Brown first time. Congratulations to him. Both well deserved. Jalen Brown just really, really seen some improvement from that guy this uh this season. But I don't know what's wrong. They, they're missing Marcus Smart. I, I don't know how much long it'll be till he comes back. Kimball Walker, uh, knee knee issues, but that shooting percentage under under 40% as far as field goals. He was ice cold against, uh, yeah. I'm not sure against Dallas. He might've been straight in that game, but New Orleans, when they blew that lead, uh, just, just been, been ice cold, and that's that's not really helping. I mean, you're up 24 points halfway to the third on the Pelicans, who don't play much defense. I know Zion went off, but you got to hold on to that lead. I mean, Tatum and Brown made some. Tatum made two of the most impressive shots uh, I've seen from him with that driving left, right-handed floater, and then that stop on the dime spin step back type jumper that was over Josh Hart who was playing very well defensively but uh some something's up in Boston there they they've been been slipping three and seven in the last ten and what's that 15 and 17 uh you're starting to hear that stuff you know, chatter about the coach. Are they are they tuning him out? Are they tuning out Brad Stevens? Uh, but they got time to get it fixed. But but as the great philosopher Henry Hudson, my homeboy once said, once the media starts to talk about <laughs> somebody getting fired, traded. <laughs> Really, once they start saying maybe we should look at look at moving the coach or somebody maybe GM position. Once that talk gets going, you better watch out because it's almost like they speak it into existence. But uh, I don't think they're going to fire Brad Stevens. But they keep slipping. You never know. Maybe time for a change. I heard a good point on. By Chris Broussard on the Odd Couple, where he said Brad Stevens was pretty much like Brad Stevens. He coaches. He's almost like a. I think when I think of him, I think of Larry Brown. He'll not have the most talented guys, but maximize their talent. But when he gets, and Broussard said he got a Ferrari or Lamborghini, he got two of them. And now having Brown and Tatum, you got ta more talent. Can you, are you one of those coaches who can coach talent? Because everybody can. They used to 
people used to always say, oh, Phil Jackson, he has the most talented players, but people would say, you have to manage those egos. How great really is Phil Jackson? Is he, should he be considered greater than a Larry Brown or a Greg Popovich? But you, what, what, what kind of, maybe we're seeing what kind of coach Brad Stevens is, or maybe he's just the ultimate motivator, uh-huh. but when it comes to coaching the best talent, maybe he's not fit for the job. But we'll we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, and so the All Stars were named um, Eastern and Western Conference starters. The only one I look had a slight issue with is I guess Bradley Bill getting the start because the Wizards statement coming along of late winning what five of the last six they got handled by the Clippers but now dude is leading the league in scoring so that's something to be said for that Bill um Really like his game too as well, but it's almost like the same thing that happened last year with Trey Young. Just impressing everybody with the highlights, scoring at a high clip. He gets voted in as a starter, but team is not good and he doesn't play in defense, but it came down largely to the fan vote. And that's what this one came down to. And I think it was kind of a a makeup for Bill not making the All-Star game at all last year. And so he's kind of rewarded this year. Don't really have too much of an issue with it. Uh, I guess the only guy you could really probably say you, I would say would be put in this place. You almost have to put, um, I guess you have to put hard in. I mean, him coming to the Nets and they're on a roll, him adjusting his game, not not playing, going to all that isolation stuff like he did in Houston where he's looking to distribute and now he's scoring when he needs to score when Durant's out. So you say, and they got the second best record in the conference, put, put James Harden in over him, but I really don't have an issue. And, and obviously LeBron, and De, and De, LeBron will be choosing who they want to choose. So it won't be it won't be a traditional East versus West. It'll, they'll be picking, picking who they want to be on their, on their team again, which makes it intriguing because who's going to go first and then it comes down to who's going to be picked last and whose ego is going to be hurt. But I think they, they want to televise it again. Yeah, they're having the draft show March 4th. That's good. We want to see stuff like that. Hey, it's just like picking up at the, picking up at the park. But uh, yeah, and then then the reserves just came out. Now the one issue I did have, and it's it's going to be made up for now because Anthony Davis he was selected by the coaches, but he's injured. He won't be playing, and they just announced that Devin Booker will take his position, which is great. And Devin Booker's been he was an All Star last year, so it wasn't like. This was his first time missing 
he still hasn't been an all-star. But the coaches got it wrong there. Even though Chris Paul has come in, made a major impact, Phoenix has only, I think now, 11 losses if they just lost to Charlotte. But that would be the, if they won, but that still would be the best record in the, yeah, they just lost to Charlotte by three, so. Sometimes the bad teams just catch you. It's the NBA. Everybody has talent. Guys get hot. Hey, Gallinari hit 10 threes against the Celtics tonight. I mean, Hawks hit all these threes, so. <laughs> and they, they beat the Celtics, even though it was a road game for the Celtics, but the Celtics are clearly, clearly the better team right now. But yeah, Booker, Chris Paul came in after playing last year with the Thunder, and he was, he got that team to the playoffs. They were pretty high seed. Everybody thought they were just going to be terrible. And now he he met, he's met the expectations with the Suns. People are like, oh yeah, they're going to be, even myself, I was like, yeah, the Suns, Devin Booker is getting to the playoffs. And they're on pace to do that right now. And Chris Paul is definitely deserving of that all-star selection. Mm -hmm. But uh, he could have been he could have been left off and added later. But I think more so the person who should have taken Anthony Davis's place is Zion because Pelicans are, they got the they're 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 moving up a little bit. Then they win and lose five and five in the last ten. Still three games under 500, but Zion's been balling, but he's been leading them. Dangerous at the point, point four position, bringing the ball up. A lot of what you see with with Giannis now, or or like a obviously Ben Simmons, and then LeBron, LeBron too, especially when he didn't have when he wasn't the shooter that he is now. So. But the Suns are middle of the pack as far as the teams that were getting to the playoffs. New Orleans is still still outside of that play-in tournament. So I would add, would have added Zion Williams. I wouldn't select him over Booker. I will, would have rewarded Booker for finally showing us that he can win because it could have went the other way with Chris Paul. You never know how, how it's going to go. But but I understand Zion's having an impact. And he's a player I want to see in an all-star game, <laughs> to be honest, or, or many fans. He's a huge leaper, very aggressive dunker, huge dunker. So we want to see somebody like that in the All-Star game. It makes sense. It's, this is still entertainment. So I can understand it. Now somebody, like I know the Spurs playing well. They Sander Rosen got snubbed. Mike Conley, maybe look at him as well. Because the Jazz have the best record. Uh, maybe, maybe one of the two other guys, but 
can't have everybody at it. I mean, some guys just, yeah, they, they have the numbers, but they're going to be snubbed. Everybody's obviously not going to make it. And some people you want to see an all-star game. Some people you don't, or most people don't want to see. But, uh, and then out, out east, the crazy thing was that Trey Young didn't get selected. Now, I think he would have gotten selected if the Hawks had some expectations with all the free agency, free agents they bought in, Gallinari, Bogdanovich, Rondo, but they've been having injury issues and you expect those guys like Hunter and Reddish, Herter, Collins to start playing better. And Capella, he, he's been balling. He had a, what do you have, a triple-double with blocks? One game, that's re really impressive. Man, props to him. But Trey Young's been getting his numbers, balling out of control pretty much, getting some flack for creating fouls. People running to him, coming off behind him, coming off the screen, he's just stopping. That's what I've been hearing. I haven't really seen, had a chance to really catch it and visually just see it, but I've just been hearing about it, but so you got you got him doing that, but still getting the numbers and the the Hawks are they got a respectable record. They're a, a little worse off than I think many thought they would be at this point. But if he would have had them with a better record, he would have got in maybe say over Julius Randle. I mean Julius Randle's been balling uh, the Knicks playing great defense. Nobody thought that team would be doing what, what they're doing right now. And so he's been rewarded first-time All-Star, rightfully so. But where the coaches missed it at in the East was with DeMontis Sabonis, first player in NBA history to average 20, 10, and 5 and not be selected as an All-Star. Uh, they, they, missed, they missed it there. But when it comes to maybe who I would take out from the East. I know I heard Vucevic, Nikola Vucevic has been balling, hitting a, lot, hitting a lot of threes, hitting them at a very good rate. Zach Lafine also on a losing team, uh, but the Bulls kind of right there with the with the Hawks in the standings. Well, actually, they're, they're six in the conference, so he's been keeping them alive. I've had some really, really impressive outings against some good teams, uh, just seeing some of his stats this year. He's he's really been uh, playing basketball at a, at a high level recently, so, but Indiana is ahead of them in the, in the standings. A lot of that has to do with Sabonis, but unless somebody gets injured or like maybe if Durant doesn't play, you'll probably get that position, but looks like everybody else is on pace to, to play. Now, I don't I don't know who I want to see. I want to see Zach Levine in the All-Star game, so I'm definitely on board with that, but as far as yeah, Randall's been hitting threes too. I mean, Sabonis is not your, not the most entertaining player, but if he has numbers like that, he deserves to be an all-star. Maybe he beats out Randall, maybe not. Uh, 
maybe came down to market or like Jalen Rose pointed out today on Jalen Jacoby that Tom Thibodeau knows a lot of coaches in the league and the coaches made the vote. Indiana's new coach is pretty new, probably doesn't have the reputation, but he still has them playing well. I think it's like Nate Jorson or something like that. Uh, Thibodeau talked to some people maybe and got his guy in, but Randall has been playing well and deserve it, but we'll we'll see if Sabonis gets gets a nod and the the last thing I want to talk about before I wrap this thing up going back to it'll be almost a week ago but Anthony Edwards folks (laughs) the way this man baptized let me make sure I get his name right yeah Utah Guantanamo the way this man dunked on this guy and this guy just physically had to submit to Anthony Edwards dunking on him (laughs) that he hit the floor it was just it, 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 it it happened late late Friday night so it's not real late but it was around 11 like I just checked Twitter and like oh my god like let us pray because he's been baptized in the name of the Father Son and the Holy Spirit <laughs> but people people always say why would why you jump because the first thing I noticed with Anthony Edwards not a great shooter yet still got some things to work on young didn't isn't he's not winning now not making a winning impact now didn't have one in Georgia they're actually playing Georgia's actually playing pretty well it's a weird season with COVID and no fans a lot of teams that you wouldn't expect to be good a lot are 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 good and a lot of teams you thought would be the regulars they're kind of struggling i.e. Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky. But uh, I, when, when I noticed how Edwards attacked the rim, or Ant-Man's, I like to call him, maybe that'll catch on. The, the way he would take off for dunks, I just knew it was just a matter of time before he dropped somebody. And Wontana Bay was was the first guy. Number 18 for the Raptors. That's all I knew at first. I had to look him up. I didn't know who who that happened to. Didn't didn't recognize him initially, but I knew he would be remembered from now on. And you gotta give him credit because when it comes to when it the thing the thing about dunking a basketball. It's the you you have to go to the rim. You have you have to force the ball through the rim. Sometimes you have to force it over other people, over opposition. So it's not it's not like obviously like shooting with distance, even though somebody's up on you deep, up on you trying to stop you as well. But sometimes you have to force your way 
and put the ball through the rim. It's just the, 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 it just comes with, I'm just, just, just lost for words, but much credit to Wontana Bay for trying Anthony Edwards. Because if you would have blocked it, wow, you, you eliminated the dunk. But Wontana Bay is now, you're, you're, you're on the, <laughs> not, not on the great side of history, but you'll be mentioned with some other, some other guys. Great shot blocker, Lonzo Morning. High risk, high reward. Remember what Vince Carter did to him when Vince was with the Nets. Zoe stumbling out of bounds. Patrick Ewing. Scottie Pippen dunked on him. He fell in the playoffs and stepped over him disrespectfully. You got Damon Jones dunked on by LeBron and regretting it all at the same time. Jason Terry, alley-oop, jumped. Wasn't thinking, just going through the motions. Knocked to the floor by LeBron. Anderson Verizal jumped. Dwayne Wade dunked on him so bad, he hit the stanchion and almost kneed himself in the face. Brandon Knight, screen and roll, Chris Ball lobbed it up. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan caught it, dunked it with one hand. Brandon Knight fell to the floor. No control, no way to stop himself from <laughs> landing on it, not landing on his feet. And it just, it's just been plenty of others. Michael Jordan off the drop step. Look that one up if you have a chance. It's on YouTube, very slept on dunk. Dunked on Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley fell to the floor in, in the worst way. And you, you, just, you just have so many, I mean, and I put it in a different category. Some others like people will say, they want to say Blake Griffin or Vice or uh, when Blake Griffin dunked on Mozgov or Perkins, but those are great in their own right too. And it's just some others that I'm drawing blanks on where people try to take charges like Steve Nash against Ricky Davis, Sean Kemp on, Alton Lister. Uh, but the, those people were in some, they were in Submiss submissive positions. But like Wontanabe and so many others, when Kelvin Cato thought he was gonna block Shaq, and he got just overpowered. When you're trying to block the dunk and it's unsuccessful, <laughs> it, it just it just makes that much better for the viewing public. And much, much worse on your case, but on the defender's case, but I'm very thankful because you created a historic moment that I'll always remember and uh, never get tired of seeing one get, someone get dunked on when they try their hardest. So much respect for you 
first of all, Anthony Edwards for making a great highlight your rookie season. Probably not gonna win rookie of the year, but decade just started. You started it off well with that dunk. And Juan Tata Bay, you'll forever be known as getting baptized by the Ant-Man. Well, folks, that is all. Just my thoughts. Thank you for listening to the All Basketball Podcast. You can find it on Apple, Google, Spotify. If you want the visuals, just search All Basketball Podcast on YouTube. And until next time, peace and be blessed in Jesus' name. I'm Maurice Dixon. Have a good one.